All day long the sound of German and French has been ringing in my ears, and I am enjoying it, Kay thought. In class they worked in twos, swapping from French to German all day long. Most of the other students were fluent in one of the languages, either German or French. This was why they had been chosen. You can put me down for a challenge any day, smiled Kay to herself. She was starting to think in French already. They were all to choose a new name. Kay now became Paula, a rose by any other name, thought Paula. Paula found it quite stressful, wondering what was going to be her next step. She now seemed to be better at German than French, which surprised her. French sounded so romantic and musical, German more forceful and guttural. I'm an actor at heart, she thought. How swapping back and forth between the two languages work, she couldn't understand, but it did. She lived for the two hours each night when she could speak in English. As the weeks passed, no one bothered to speak English any more. Their days flowed seamlessly into their nights, a sign that they were now ready to move forward to the next stage of their training. They all had to now train on their own, starting to build their new life. Paula looked around her new flat in, in the Compton House on Church Street in Liverpool. It was small and neat. It was the first time in her life she had lived a living space to herself. I'm not sure how I feel about living on my own. I'll just have to get used to it. At least I am still in England, she said out loud, to no one listening. She walked over to the window and looked out at the busy street below. Gosh, it's high. I'm four floors up, she thought. I have a little kitchen. Opening the doors of the presses, she found they were filled with everything she couldn't possibly need. The fridge was also stocked. She wander, wandered into the bedroom. It had cream flowery wallpaper on the walls. Three shades of green with big pink flowers. The bed had a green eider down with matching curtains. Images of home flashed into her mind and of a hard-working mother. I'll get all this for you and more, ma'am, someday. I promise, she thought. She now opened the wardrobe and found that it was also stocked with the most beautiful clothes Paula had ever owned, she said. I think I'm going to like it here out loud, running her hand along the cloth and the clothes. She would need them for her cover and her new persona. I'm amazed how quickly I have gotten used to Paula, thought Kay. I was mad with myself when I wasted the paper signing the letter home with Paula. She had had to write it again. She, sent, she spent the evening getting, uh, sitting in her new space. Now time to eat something. She now took a closer look inside her fridge. It was stocked with vegetables, milk, cocoa, 
There was a note stuck to the cocoa and some cheese. I remember you seem to like chocolate biscuits, wrote General Linden. Paula went red from head to toe at the memory of her horsing down the biscuits. I can't believe I have all this, she said, spinning around. Thinking of home now, it reminded her of how as soon as she had started living at home, her mum had started sharing her gifts. I can use all this, thanks to you, ma'am. I know how to put it to good use, she smiled. You will have all this some day too, ma'am. Her ma'am had started sharing her gifts with Kay, Paula, as soon as they, as she had come home to live. Of the three girls, Kay, Paula, loved working in the kitchen with her ma'am most. I'm not saying I was the best. I loved it the most, thought, Kay, thought Paula. I must say goodbye to Kay for the next few years. She had been given time at the house to write as many letters predating them to her friends and family as she liked, so things would seem normal at home. She was grateful for this, but when they ran out, someone would reply in her name to all letters. It seemed a bit strange. It was all to do with keeping her cover. This was the last evening she would have the luxury of letting Kay in for a moment. Every morning the staff would head down to the ground floor to the shop. Paula had never seen anything like it. You are not going to be working here, said Madeleine the very elegant French lady who had knocked on her door that morning. She is slender and tall, with dark hair caught up in a ballet-like bun. Her green eyes were very intent as she spoke to Paula in French. Paula was proud of her fluent reply. The staff also thought Paula was French. This way, she got away with smiling and nodding and not having to interact with the other employees much. It made it easier to keep her cover. Very few of the staff spoke French. Now heading up the stairs to the top floor, Madeleine explained to Paula that she would be training her in the fine art of couture fashion. Paula thought of Patty how she would be in heaven in this job. Her gift would grow and thrive. Maybe after the war she'd get a chance. They now entered a very large room with lots of natural light streaming from the roof like windows. There were two rows of windows, like you would find in a green a greenhouse. Polished wooden floors the length of one side of the room was a very long table. An image of the orphanage popped into Paula's mind. On the other side, there were a line of mannequins, beautifully dressed in dresses and gowns. Madeleine looked at Paula's facial expression. Aren't they wonderful, she said to Paula. Above each piece on the wall was a black and white photograph of each designer. You will have to get to know 
each one and be able to recognise their work, said Madeleine. There was a Hollywood feel to some of the dresses and gowns Paula had seen in films. Soft, flowing materials as light as a feather. Madeleine spoke, taking Paula out of her daydream. We will start with a great master, Coco Chanel. Beautiful, simple lines for the female body using contrasting strong blocks of colour. Christian Dior, now here is one to watch. I promise you, invest in this, in one of his pieces and you won't go wrong. Paula thought how she would love Patty to be seeing and learning all this. The list was endless as they walked down the room. Uh, Hubert, Hubert da Vinci, uh, Guy Laroche, it went on and on. He's a, Guy Laroche is also one to watch. Uh, those are the most gifted in the fashion world. We are so privileged to work in the same circle with them. The list seemed endless to Paula. She could only, she would love learning about them.